Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, the opportunity to worship you in giving. We even we also thank you for the little people lighting our first candle. God, we just thank you for everything this day. We ask that the word that is proclaimed will fall upon the good soul of our hearts and we'll grow thereby as we recognize the coming of your son and the joy that he brings and the joy that he will bring to us again when he returns again. We thank you and we honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. And so we are into our first episode of our series entitled Comfort and Joy. And I thought it would be very appropriate to use a old, old song. As you can see, that song was written in the 1700s, God rest ye. Mary, gentlemen. And so today we're going to use that song along with the scripture in order for us to discuss the process of comfort and joy. My opening statement for today oh my opening statement for today is going to be this once I get it open it opened and it closed the season of Christmas is a time to experience comfort and joy from what God has done in Jesus as we acknowledge Jesus in our lives we will experience God's redemption and the joy and comfort that are available through him. And so this gets us to our first episode. And the title of our first episode is, The Time Has Come. The Time Has Come. And so we're going to look at our definitions for this set of series. Uh, the first one is Advent. Advent has a pretty long definition, so bear with me. Advent is a coming, appropriately the coming of our Savior, and in the calendar, it includes four Sundays before Christmas. It is intended as a season of devotion with reference to the coming of Christ in the flesh, and his second coming to judge the world. Comfort. Comfort is relief from the distress of mind, the ease and quiet which is experienced when pain, trouble, agitation, or affliction ceases. Joy. Joy is the passion or emotion excited by the acquisition or expectation of good. That excitement of pleasurable feelings which is caused by success, good fortune, the, gratifi state, the gratification of desire, or some good possessed. Time. 
Time is the period at which any definite event occurred or person lived, age, period, or era. Those are our definitions for today. Let's talk about our scripture. Our scripture, again, is coming from Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verses 1 through 5, the English Standard Version of the Bible. And it says this, it says, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Father, we ask that you'll bless your word, and it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for those of you that have participated in uh, Black Friday, y'all that walked around in the shopping malls and looked at all the sales and all that, all y'all, one of the things, if you would have been listening, would have been what is called Christmas carols playing on the speakers. Y'all remember them? Christmas carols, well, y'all didn't even go shopping. Y'all probably slept in because all that turkey, that tofu turkey that y'all ate on Thursday. Mm. But what a lot of people don't understand is the fact that there is a lot of Christian theology, Christian doctrine, Christian teaching that is in those carols that you hear as you're walking in those department stores. Can you imagine this? Even in one of my favorite Christmas cartoons that I really do enjoy, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, if you watch the uh, cartoon, the original and the new one, one of the songs that they sing in there is God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. And it is so funny to me because it says, Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power, that we will not go astray. Now, if they really thought about what they were saying, I think they may not have included that song, but because it has become such a part of our history to sing these carols, we realize that the, the, the proclamation of Jesus coming and Jesus defeating the enemy, Satan, is a natural part of the celebration of this year or this season. And it's funny, back in the day, you used to go 
you get a little group together, a lot of churches would get a, a little group together, and they would go from house to house singing these carols, singing, you know, we, they didn't, we didn't have uh, 200, I think the last time I checked, 600 different stations or different TV programs that we could watch at any one time. We only had like four stations, and, and they usually went off at 10 or 11, and, and, but the entertainment was these people coming together in these groups and standing outside and singing songs. And you would usually have prepared, you knew they were coming, you would have prepared them some hot chocolate because where we come from, it was probably about a, a foot or two of snow on the ground and um, half the folks didn't know how to shovel properly so you were standing in snow. Anyhow, I ain't going to bring that up, That's just, that was a quick flashback. But anyway, so there would be this celebration, this time of singing about the power of Jesus and him coming in order to set us free. And so as we look at how that process is going and the direction that it is going in, we have come to this point where Isaiah looks down through the spectacles of prophecy and sees the deliverance of the people. Because Israel was in a very tumultuous situation. They were in a very bad situation because they were under Babylon control. And he was saying, comfort, comfort my people. And he's telling them that they're going to receive double for what they had transgressed against God. He's reminding him that they're hurting because of this exile, but God had something better for them if they continue to hang on. And sometimes we, in the midst of the trouble that we're going through, we need something or we need just that little boost to tell us to continue to go on. That this trouble is not going to last always. It's not going to be there in the morning. We just got to make it through the night. And so as we're going through these situations, that's why it's so important for us to be encouragers one of another. Comfort, comfort my people, says the Lord. He says that we should be comforting one another, that we should be telling each other that it's going to be all right. We got to encourage one another so that we can feel that relief from the distress of the mind, that we can feel the relief uh, of the, and the ease and the quiet which is experienced when the trouble has passed. It reminds me of something that I could never experience, but I have, I have had the opportunity to watch it a couple of times. When a woman is going through the birthing process, Initially, it seems okay. She, she puts on a little bit of weight, gets a little bigger in some areas that she really didn't want to. You know, some things are going on, but it gets into that third trimester, and they get this look like, this needs to be done. I feel pressure here. I feel pressure there. The baby's kicking harder. It's all these things that are going on, and they are going through this situation 
And the best part that I have always seen, whether it has been a C-section or a natural birth, is that once the lady has delivered and the baby is out, the, the look of relief on the mother's face before they even hand the baby to her. I have always noted that. It's just like, they're just like, whew. This is over with. Now, we all know that it is not over with. It just transitions to something else. But the fact is that situation is over with. There's comfort in the fact that this is over with. It's joy in the fact that I have made it through this. And some, you know, one of the, one of the things that I remember with us is we had to, I had to buy, well, we had to buy an extra pillow, and so when uh, Yolanda would turn on her side that she could put the pillow underneath her stomach, and I thought that was so funny that she had to, even before the baby was born, that she had to have a pillow for the baby. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I digressed a little bit, and I hear fingers, and I feel some, some stink eyes coming at me. But the thing that we are looking at the fact is that God is saying that comfort is something that we desire to have. Comfort is something that we want to have. Comfort is a desire, a want, a need that we have. Can you agree with me with into the fact that when you lay down, you want to be comfortable? Have any of you ever had to lay down outside on the concrete and try to go to sleep. I ain't getting that one amen. So nobody wants. Does anybody want to go outside, lay in the concrete, and try to go to sleep? I, oh, I got some definite no's. And, but let me tell you, the fact is, you can get comfortable in any situation. But willing to be comfortable is where it comes to this conflict because you can be comfortable laying on concrete when you're so tired that you just want to go to sleep. You don't care where you go to sleep. You just say, I just need to close my eyes. And so we have to realize that some people are going through some situations and they feel comfortable in those situations. But if we can encourage them that there's another level of comfort that they can find, that is where we come in. Because some folks, like the Israelites, we've got to remember they were in exile for 400 years. After probably about the first 40 days, the first 400 days, about after that time, they probably was just like, this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life, so this is, I'm just going to be okay with it. But God is saying, comfort, comfort my people. Now, when he says comfort, comfort, that means this is an emphasis on how important something is. So it is very important for us to walk in comfort. Comfort can be found in Christ Jesus. And so the the other thing that I want to bring out is in that song, God rest ye merry gentlemen. And then it says, oh, tidings of 
comfort and joy. If you allow me a couple minutes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and expound on that just a little bit. He says, God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Now, the word rest does not mean what we think it means. It does not mean to cease from work or to cease from motion. But what it really means, it means to continue or to remain. So God is saying, God, continue or remain ye merry, gentlemen. So continue to be happy. Continue to be excited. Oh, tidings, you know, tidings is a greeting. So we should be speaking, declaring tidings of comfort and joy. Now y'all see why I wanted us to use that song. Because we have to continue or remain to be merry, excited, happy, uh, 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 joyful in our situations. Because if we do that, then we'll be declaring comfort and joy to those that we encounter. But we got to get our minds on focusing on declaring comfort and joy to those that we encounter. If we begin to plant seeds of comfort and joy, guess what comes back to us? Comfort, comfort and, joy. and joy. But we all know that we have this tendency toward discouragement. We all, I, I shouldn't say we all, a lot of us are always looking at the glass half The glass is half. It ain't total. It can be empty or full, but the negative thing is it ain't complete because it's half. And so we always have this negative outlook. And so when something happens to us, we sound like the, uh, the donkey in uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. His name is Eeyore. And he's always, oh, bother. He's always feeling this distress. And we do not want to walk in that. So this tiding process means it's something that we have to distinctly, instinctly do continuously. Just like we talked about being thankful. It's something that we have to make ourselves do and to produce. And so with all this being said, and I'm... I'm I really worked on making these as short as possible, but to give us some time for us to do the Advent portion. So I'm almost done today. So God wants, our, wants us as his people to experience and understand the salvation. That is to live in comfort and enjoy. Isaiah was saying it. The Christmas song saying it, everybody is saying it, but now we want to live it. We want to do it. We want to example it so that people will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we have a different mindset than everyone else. This is a time and a season where it is uh magnified that there are two extremes during this season. This is the highest season for suicide. 
But simultaneously, it is the greatest season for giving, for joy, and for happiness. And so we want to be encouragers of those that are going through the depressive mindsets that may be on the verge of harming themselves or others and speak life into them, encouragement into them, let them know that they're not the only ones that is why it is important that we be encouraged one to another so that we can help one another to navigate the situations that someone may be going through. That's why it's important for us to gather together in a, a common mindset to declare the goodness of God. Church is not here in order for y'all to make church big, church is here to make you big. We are to come together. We are to encourage one another. We are to uh, provoke each other, which means to prompt each other to do the right thing. We, we are there in order to be helpers one of another so that we can operate, move in, and live in comfort and joy. So with that said, I want to leave you with this. That God wants us to remain in being merry. So that we can declare tidings, greetings of comfort and joy. Now if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Then you're having a little bit of issue with this because that is the key to you operating or discovering what comfort and joy is all about. Because comfort and joy does not mean that everything is gone away. It means that you have the ability to overcome what it is that is trying to pull you down. That means that you have a group that you can connect with so that they can encourage you through the situations that you are going through. And so the key is to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. It's not a very difficult process. The Bible says like this. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you shall be saved. It says with what the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And so we want you to make that decision because you know that you cannot do this on your own. We not want you to make this decision just so that you can feel better. We want you to make this decision because you know it is the right decision to make. Because the Bible says simply, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And with that being said, we want you to know that if you have made that decision, you have done that decision you have done that 
We want to come alongside you because we believe that this is not an individual event, but that this is a team sport. And we want to come and assist you along this journey. We want to be there to encourage you, to assist you, to empower you to be all that God has called for you to be. In order for us to do that, please contact us at info at godshousecc.com. Or you can text us at our number 864-920-0100. That's 864-920-0100. Contact us. We want to come alongside you, assist you on this journey, so that God can use you for his glory. With that being said, friends and family, episode number one is in the book. The time has come. The time has come for us to walk in the declaration of tithing, I mean, comfort and joy so that people, the song went through my head, I apologize, so that the people around us can feel comfort and be joyous during this season and throughout the year. With that being said, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.